Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Tricom Crypto Show. We have a returning guest in Mike McCarthy. Now, Mike McCarthy is the CMC Markets Chief Market Strategist, and you'll have seen him on TV. You'll have heard him all around the place. The guy does a lot of travel. He commentates markets. He is a trader and is inside one of the biggest brokers that we have available to us in traditional markets. So thank you so much for taking the time out to have a chat with us today, Michael. Thanks for the invite, Craig. No dramas at all. Hey, look, first things first, um, CMC Markets is a very large uh, you know, brokerage platform, both in spot stocks and CFD trading, uh, more or less globally. And you're across a lot of different nations, I notice now, and you do have a huge amount of volume and volatility going through your different products. You dabbled a little bit in the cryptocurrency space well, about a year ago, I think, is roughly when you started to enter. And then, of course, we saw all the markets come off. So, of course, the demand will have dipped quite significantly with that. What's going on now? What is CMC Markets doing now product-wise? Because I heard something about an index. Absolutely, Craig. It's something we've introduced. Now, while we have a lot of respect for the original crypto traders and, and the innovation they brought to the market uh, and this new product, this new idea, the reality is as a trading organisation, we're very responsive to what our traders want, what our customers want. Uh, they wanted to participate in the crypto markets, but there are some things that concern them. And so being able to take their credit exposure, for example, against a major London Stock Exchange listed corporation like CMC rather than against a wallet holder is attractive to them. We bring the ability for them to go short in the market as well as long. And for many of them, that's very important because they do relative value trading. And the idea behind the indices that we've introduced is to provide a basket exposure. Diversification is one of the key concepts in any market. It's more very important to investors, but traders can also use it when they're entering high volatility markets. And providing these indices, these baskets of cryptocurrencies, we're able to offer them a product that they've got more confidence in because one, bringing a whole lot of cryptos together in an industry means that it's less volatile, that's attractive to some. Uh, for others, it's about not having exposure to a single coin that could be subject to a disruptive event. So it's about lowering their risk overall while still allowing them uh, an entry into what is one of the most tradable markets in the world at the moment. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, look, you're not, the, you're not Robinson Crusoe as far as the shorting goes. There's plenty of opportunities to short, but I do uh, come to you and, and understand it from a point of view that when it comes to trading, I'm trading across multiple platforms. I tend to stick with one or two because the leverage is good. Liquidity is the biggest you'll get in the world right now. Uh, and it works for me. The frustration I've got is around the order systems. You know, I can't have an entry stop and target in one single order. I, I don't know why that is the case, but it frustrates the hell out of me. Uh, I can't raise an order to go to bed without a stop in. I've got to be filled, then put my stop in. And when I've got my stop and I can't necessarily put a target in. So again, it's very time intensive, labor intensive. Now it's fine for me during the day when I'm here, because I'm here trading. Well, I'm not always trading, I'm working, but I've got charts around me all day. I'm active, right? But for, for me, when I'm going to bed, if I see a good trade, I'm not sitting up till two o'clock in the morning to wait for it to get triggered and get a stop in. Bugger that, I've got a life to live, yeah? Mm-hmm. So it's really, really beneficial to have someone like CMC there with that sort of order system. The question I've got is what sort of margin or what sort of leverage are you offering to the market with these particular products? Well, uh, substantial. So looking at the uh, different indices, if we look at the major uh, uh, indice that we've created, that is the uh, major cryptos index, we've got leverage on that one or the, the margin requirement there. I'm just scrolling through the page here to bring it up for you, uh, Craig. The margin requirement there is... Dun, 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 8% for the uh, all crypto index, 5% for the major crypto index, 
and 10% for the emerging crypto index. So as you can see, uh, uh, leverage there of up to 20 to 1 for the major crypto index. Uh, and that's uh, something else that uh, some of our traders find very attractive. And what's the main, um, I mean, the the main basket one where you've got your 20 to 1, your 5%, what's that basket made of in that index? That's the major crypto index. Uh, and so the components of the major crypto index are Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple, Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin. So it's focused very much on the best known coins. Okay, no dramas there. And I mean, uh, the other ones, I mean, do you just keep working down? Is there always a, uh, an exposure to Bitcoin in those five and you add more? Or how does the whole grouping further down the park go? Well, at the other end of the spectrum, we've got the Emerging Crypto Index. And so the components of that are EOS, Stellar Lumens, Cardano, Tron, Monero, Dash and Neo. So it's a very different basket, uh, as you can tell. And it's focused very much on those newer uh, and potentially even more successful coins. So uh, we then uh, group them all together in the All Crypto Index. Um, and so that one is a combination of essentially of uh, the key components from those two indices. And that means that tailors, uh, uh, traders can choose the exposure that they want within the crypto universe. And, I mean, how are these products there now? Are they coming out? I mean, uh, we got access to them at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. They're on the platform right now. They've only been on for a bit, a bit over a week now, Craig, so it's a new experience. We haven't pushed it hard because our experience over the years shows us when new products come in, there's, there's a teething time. Yeah. Uh, in going soft on it at the moment, uh, we, we've given ourselves a chance to test these in the wild, uh, that is, to, to see how they go in real life. At the moment, the experience has been very strong, and I think everybody in the crypto world will be hearing more about the CMC crypto indices very soon. Big question, big question. Do you plan on having a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week dealing desk? Because that is our market. In the far future, uh, Craig, that's a possibility. The reality is, uh, as a finance house, we have certain restrictions on the products we can offer. And for us, one of the keys is being able to trade on a recognised exchange in the underlying product. So for the moment, our crypto indices and our crypto exposures are based on the futures markets out of the US. And for that reason, they close when those futures markets close. So we're talking about going off the CME's futures contract, yeah? That's right. And the volume there has been increasing significantly over the last couple of months, which is great for the space because what it says to me is that we're seeing more institutional players come into the space. You know, we're not going to see, I mean, you're going to see your bigger traders that are going to work with the CME's futures contract, um, but you're also going to see a lot more hedge funds and, and bigger institutions coming into the space because it's, it's a derivative with serious volume that allows markets to be hedged. And that's the only reason that players are going to come into it. So how do we go about I mean, What I'm hearing is it's great for your clients currently, especially those. I mean, one of the things I love about trading with a major broker is, is simply that there is the guarantee, depending on what country you're in, around the government guarantees after the GFC, a lot of these things come in. Your money is a bit safer. It's in segregated accounts, from my understanding, with CMC markets. Of course, I've, I've traded with CMC markets for over a decade now. Um, you know, I'm comfortable using CMC markets. It's a great place, I would imagine, to trade intraday and be out by the weekend because I just I can't swallow carrying that risk over a weekend in markets that, I mean, look, you know what this does. If we can move three thousand. We moved three thousand dollars last weekend. Now, if I'm short there, I can't cover my shorts. I'm not taking that hit. That's the only concern I've got with a traditional platform, just simply because I can't move and interact with the market if it closes. So, what are you guys doing around that? Do the, does the trader carry the risk? Is there a cutoff point? 
I mean, how do you work with that? Well, as, as we've discussed, uh, our uh, offering is open when the exchange is open. So once yep. those futures close, we're closed as well. Yep. Uh, and I do understand that pre- presents challenges for those who are used to trading 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But Craig, as somebody who has traded continuously through 24-hour periods on a number of, uh, for a number of years, I can tell you it's unsustainable. As a trader, I don't want a market that trades seven days a week. The reality is if I don't rest, I don't trade as well. If I don't trade as well, I can be out of the game. So yep. uh, I understand the push for it. I hope that there's some meeting in the middle between the current arrangements that uh, futures exchanges have and the current arrangements that crypto exchanges have so that the traders who want to trade can trade when they want to. At the same time, there's some recognised time when everybody gets a breather. Well, I mean, that's, uh, we're, we're responsible for our own actions. It's not so much about, you know, not sleeping and, and not taking a break. It's, it's more around the fact that if, I've, if I'm long the market, right, and let's say it's sitting at right now $11,335, right? I'm long Friday when the market shuts, which will be, I guess, in the same, maybe sometime in the morning uh, Australian time for us, right? Now, that market shuts. I'm long. Now, that market shuts. The futures contract closes with that market. The real market, the underlying market, continues to sail south, okay, because it is open. Not like when, you, when the Dow shuts, for example. The YM closes, bam, it's done. Ice contracts finished, finito. Now, you can get a gap based on news over the weekend, but you're not going to get quite the same significant risk carried across. Two, two 24-hour periods of time, I need to carry risk and hope that the market doesn't go against me. That's my concern with a shut and open market. That's why I think it's important that there's education around people understanding this is a volatile, volatile market. Come into Friday, make sure you've scaled out your trades or completely closed them. It's a different market with different risks and different exposure for different people is required. And if they don't know that, you're going to have some pretty, uh, pretty pissed off turkeys at some point down the track. So just be careful of that is what I would say, because this is a very, very volatile market. Oh, it's an important message to make. Of course, that sort of volatility can work against you and it can work for you. Oh, yeah. um, we've all jumped out of a trade too early and sometimes not being able to trade might mean we stay in and run a profit. But I do take the point you make. It's an important part of the risk management of positioning in this. I must say, speaking with our uh, crypto traders, the observation is a lot of our clients are essentially day trading in one form or another. They might be doing it during the normal business hours here in Australia. They might be doing it after business hours up till midnight. Some of them are even trading between midnight and the close of the US markets. Each of them makes their own call about when they want to trade. But the reality is they're essentially day trading. They're getting in and out of positions within a session to a large point. And I think that does reflect to some extent that many of them are aware of those risks in the market. It's very different, I'd acknowledge, to the original uh, and the founders of the crypto markets. But I'd point out that they generally only played the market from the long side. And so the market is evolving. And as it evolves, naturally, as a responsible provider, we want to give as many risk management tools to our clients as we can. But the constraints we face have to do with the underlying markets themselves. And so as those underlying markets develop, so will the products available to our traders. I mean, we've seen some phenomenal statistics coming out recently with regards to uh, the biggest uh, margin trading product out there for Bitcoin and, and, uh, and Ethereum. It's mostly Bitcoin um, doing over a trillion dollars of volume in a single day. Now, it's got 100 times leverage, so we've got plenty of room to work with there. It trades 24 hours a day, but the ordering, the order systems are 
so archaic it's not funny. If you can somehow bridge the gap on that, you'll do very well. Uh, but I don't like. You, I guess your your point of view is bringing the people that are trading currently and offering them a new market. Uh, it's not about going and stealing. Well, not stealing, but you know, trying to win over clients that are currently using other platforms because I just don't see it happening in that space. I think it's fantastic that you're bringing people into it, but there are definite limitations. There are positives and negatives. Let's be honest. Like I say, you know, holding your holding your finances. Like for me, I hold a certain amount of Bitcoin on this platform. I don't hold all of it because I have trust issues, right? Uh, and I'm a trader and there's, there's more than one area of risk. It's, the risk isn't just me. It's not just the risk on the trade. It's not just the risk of the market. It's the risk of the exchange as well. Now, CMC doesn't have that risk really. Uh, you know, segregated accounts, as I said, there's a certain, I think it's up to $250,000 in Australia, whatever the cutoff point is for the um, government guarantee on deposits or whatever the number, whatever that Ubalaki is. But there's definite, um, there's definite risks on both sides. I like the orders. I like the fact that you're bringing something to the market. It can only uh, be beneficial for Bitcoin itself. You can go long and short there. We can go long and short elsewhere. But I do like the fact that, um, you know, for your people that you've got on your platform, they probably wouldn't be coming and trading on the platforms that I'm using because they don't have that understanding and they're not going to learn it. They just want a market to trade. So it's fantastic to see what you're bringing into the space. I'm really happy to see you guys back on the front foot. I knew it would happen at some point. I knew it would happen as soon as the volumes came back. What are you expecting? Obviously, you're going to start playing the trumpet soon and letting the world know that CMC Markets has uh, marginal leverage products, CFDs, uh, based around these crypto baskets or indices. Um, when's that going to start pumping out? Because I'm sure that we're going to bring, you're going to, you're going to bring an awful lot of volume, not only to CMC clients, but also to the CME, as that's your underlying market. Absolutely. We're talking days or weeks, Craig. Oh, great. So we're very close to this. As I say, we want to make sure that the product works before we start um, uh, asking people to come and have a look at it. There's nothing more disastrous, as you know, in this space than uh, making a promise that you can't keep. So we're very much about ensuring the integrity of the products that we offer. Uh, but as I say, with our experience so far in the short time that we have had them on the platform has been strong. Now, as you mentioned earlier, we, we started listing cryptos in February last year. So we're not exactly new to the space. But as we develop and as we uh, get further feedback from customers and shape our product accordingly, we hope to continuously improve our offering. And, and we think that that will reflect back too uh, to the underlying market. You rightly point out, we have tens of thousands of traders around the globe. As our interest grows in crypto, that means more liquidity on the exchanges. And that translates through arbitrage to more liquidity in, in the underlying crypto. So it's a win-win here. Yeah. And as I pointed out before, I think this is part of the evolution of the market. It's not going to happen overnight. Nobody's got a magic wand. It's going to take time to resolve some of the issues and some of the differences between the original crypto trading and what um, traditional traders would see as you know, an established market. But we're on that path. I'm glad to hear it. Last question. If I didn't want to trade the indices, Am I able to still trade Bitcoin by itself? Or what, what can I trade by itself? Or is it just exclusively to these indices that you've created? Oh, no, no. We started with the, the underlying coins themselves. you had Bitcoin and Ethereum. And what have you added since? Since then, we've added Bitcoin Cash, Cardano, Dash, uh, EOS, uh, Litecoin, uh, Monero, NEO, Ripple, Stellar Lumens, and Tron. Okay. So uh, for us, of course, there's a, a trade-off here. It, uh, it costs us something in terms of IT resources to list and maintain a product. It costs us something in terms of trade-up uh, resources to make sure that risk is, is managed responsibly. So we're building as we go. Uh, uh, 
to some extent, we're feeling our way in the crypto market. We're being guided not only by our experience, but by the experience of our customers as well uh, and working with them to continue that development. One of the things we learned in 2011 when we introduced the next generation trading platform was yeah. we must be able to update it in real time. Uh, and it's that real-time updating that we're able to do that allows us to take that iterative approach, to try something, to learn from it, and to try something further and continue uh, the development of, of our crypto offering. No, it's a, it's a great step in the right direction, ladies and gentlemen. Another institution, a big one, coming into this space, not only in Australia, but also offering products all around the globe to the trading community that CMC Markets has. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you, Mike McCarthy, the Chief Market Strategist of CMC Markets Australia. Thank you so much for your time, mate. Thanks very much, Craig. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good day. Bye for now.